Welcome back, everybody. It has been a while. <laughs> so uh, I like it. Been a while. Been yeah, a while. it's been longer than we anticipated. Uh, some some things happened, uh, and this is where <laughs> not only uh, is it is it been a while, but we're doing things differently too. We had to. We really wanted this to be something where we hung out in person. We were able to talk. But uh, welcome to the first episode where we're going to do this on Skype. Yes, we're going <laughs> to rock and roll this. Yeah, so we're going to be learning right along with you guys. We might, If you guys do a podcast with advice, we're going to send you some um, questions about uh, how you do a podcast on Skype. Because <laughs> <laughs> we want to make sure that we're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> we think this is going okay. I don't for know, I feel like the sound sounds better. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it. Yeah, like we talked about, um, because there's one microphone and either one of us want to like hog it, so I <laughs> think <laughs> we lean in and we lean out. So the fact that you are where you are with yeah. yours and I am here with mine, uh, it might give us more smooth audio. And I'm, I'm technically the producer of this show, and I know I could go in and I could balance out, but you know, I don't think anyone who actually knows how long that would take knows why I don't do it. <laughs> We can barely find time to get together to do our podcast, let alone you finding time to be able to balance out our audio. That's right. But thank you to the people who actually are still sticking with us. I get some messages and thank you to the people who uh, had questions because this is something that we still plan on doing. Um, we just had some stuff come up and mm -hmm. things got a little busy, but I don't know why I didn't think of the Skype thing sooner. I should have. Um, I, I, people it do it happen. all the time. Yeah, um, half the podcast I listen to, especially the NFL ones, that's that's what they do. So, um, oh yeah, but it is what it is. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. sticking with us. Uh, we'll go ahead and get into keeping it fresh, which is uh, where we talk about ourselves a little bit and what's <laughs> been going on. Uh, so for me, uh, it's just been um, your normal when you already have a toddler and uh, your your wife's pregnant and. You're just adjusting to life as it comes. Uh, and I'll be honest, maybe we thought we were more prepared for all the things that were going to happen. This baby's <laughs> not even here yet. Um, and we've just been a little overwhelmed and schedules weren't linking up. Uh, that's that's pretty much been it uh, for me. And I know that I said that a lot of stuff came up and it's been several weeks. And you're like, that's it. But I think anyone with kids knows that. <laughs> knows that just just those two things can can rock your whole world but well we'll do a lot better about it so it, how have you been what what have, what's life been like well i'm like in the opposite spectrum of where you are because you have a toddler and a new baby on the way whereas i have a freshly turned 16 year old mm. and an almost 12 year old who sucks my life away i love my children i love my children they suck my life away so we have been busy with school starting. My daughter started middle school this year, so that was a whole new experience. Football started, so, you know, of course, we're the type of people, aka I'm the type of person, my husband probably would not do this at all, but I'm the type of person like, ooh, let's volunteer for everything. <laughs> so yeah. every Thursday we have football team meals, and he, my son goes to every single varsity game, and and then he has games every Saturday. And then on top of that, working my second job. It's just been, ugh, ah, ugh. 
Yeah, I'm, I definitely get it. That's how uh, I feel. Ugh, like I, I definitely volunteer for too much as well, as we talked about. I already have <laughs> I, we have another podcast maybe starting, and I can't even do uh, the couple that I already have in a functionally mm-hmm. regular capacity. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Um, oh, I did say uh, there was um, – that's part of the reason. The other podcast being a Dungeons & Dragons type of podcast um, – that I already do a campaign with um, that that same group of people. Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, so a campaign is like, think of it like as a mission in like yep. a video game. Um, yep. But we decided we wrote up a new story. We're going to do this thing uh, for another podcast. But while we were doing our normal one, uh, I try not to overload my wife, and I know that my Dungeons & Dragons thing is nerdy <laughs> and weird. So, like... Uh, we had like a mit- a scheduling mishap. I thought this thing was happening in the evening, um, but apparently it was happening during the day. I also thought that uh, my son was going to get dropped off from her grandparents, but then that wasn't going to happen. So we're like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get him at one. This thing starts at two. I'm going to go ahead and drive out there. We'll be back. No big deal. Maybe I'm a few minutes late, but that's fine. Right. We get out there. First of all, it was weird. I didn't understand. Like, her dad <laughs> stopped at a... The silence that goes with that statement. I can't even... I, he, I know. Because I know. He, he parked at a stop sign, which I didn't yeah. understand. So we stopped behind him. They're okay. at this lake. And there's... keep him. There is no... They were staying at a lake at a park area. There's no signal here. None. Yep. None. Mm-hmm. So we get behind him, like, all right, this is weird. I don't know why you stopped at a stop sign. Like, <laughs> so now I'm behind you. There's two cars at the stop sign. So we get out. Kyler's super excited. I'm by the road. Give him the big hug. Uh, then I'm like, all right, where's the car seat? And while I'm, I'm, I, I've blocked everything else. I'm just like, hey, Kyler, I'm happy to see him. They're like, yeah, I locked the truck. Get the keys in mm-hmm. it. And the car seat's in it. Oh, no. Oh, so, no. Wait, so, wait, no. so we're in the Why middle of Busco. <laughs> I don't know. So we're there, and then right then, like I start getting oh. like, I got a flurry of messages because I must have had in one little spot enough signal to get like six messages. They just all kind of came through. It was yeah. like, Cam, where are you? Are you good today? Were you still doing this? I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even text it back. I have like zero bars. I just oh, no. X. I'm like trying to let them know, like, oh my gosh. So we called the people. They said it's gonna be like an hour to get a wrecker out there to to unlock the truck. So we're in front of this lady. Oh, you probably know. You know Chana Lakes, right? Oh yeah. Oh oh, I just went camping there last weekend. <laughs> well, there's like a house like on the corner of the stop sign. I saw the lady. I went and walked. I was like, look, we're waiting for this truck. Would you mind if we just played in like the far corner of your front yard, just because I don't want my son like playing? Yeah. In the street. Can we can we get over there? She's like, Yeah, it's weird, but it's fine. <laughs> this is not weird. It's a toddler. Like you can't leave them in the middle of the road. Um, so like we're just out in this random person's yard playing for like an hour. Um and I'm still like every now and then getting group texts through, just like, Are you coming? Like what's going on? Oh no. So then we finally get and keep in mind this group we play like via Skype, actually. Okay. Uh, and uh, they all live in Denver. Oh, and well, I only, that's cool. Yeah, I only know one of them. I went to school with one of them. 
Yeah. Um, you know, for more, I've only known one of them for more than a year or so. Yeah. Um, so he's the one messaging me and stuff, but he's from here. That's how I know him. So yeah. we finally get to, if you're familiar with the Busco area, we get to, I've always wanted to try the, uh, the magic wand. Oh, yeah, the Magic Wand. They have a, a Sunday there. Oh, my gosh, what is it called? I, it's like the, I don't know, but it has Reese's Pieces in it, and it's got cream. Yeah. yeah. It's the most glorious Sunday in the world. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I've always wanted to go there. I, lo- I love diner food. And anyone oh, yeah. who looked at my body would know that about me. <laughs> I know, see, that this is on video. We can talk yeah. about how many pounds the camera adds. I, I, I have a, a diner food body. Uh, anyways, we got there. <laughs> I was finally able to get some signal, and I called rob and i was like we just I'm, i just got done i explained the whole situation to him like we stopped at magic wand we're just gonna have some dinner because this is unexpected like i guess you know we're not doing our we're no longer doing the um the, the meal service thing that brings you the meal. oh yeah whatever we do it jinxes us and and shit does not i can never cook them the stuff goes bad like that whole week Something happens and you're too busy and then everything goes bad. Yeah, nope, I get it. We're going to get some dinner and then I'll get back. Can you guys just like screw off for a bit? And I promise in like an hour, hour and a half, I'll be able to come down, come over or, you know, get on Skype and we'll do this thing. And he's like, yeah, I know that place, man. The place with the creepy uh, ceramic clowns. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's the one. (laughs) He's like, yeah, right. I'll enjoy the food. Don't look around. Okay. And, and Kyler was goofy too because I don't know how he knew somehow he knew he we were like what do you want for dinner buddy he was like I want donuts and a book <laughs> perfect I was, like, I was like buddy I don't think they have donuts we get in right at the, the top of the kids menu they have an order of donuts I was like well buddy you can have it simply because I didn't think they would but anyways yeah. that, that, was, that was a long day and when I showed you all the stuff that was in the floor of my little oh. student I have uh-huh so this is like a Norm McDonald story, RIP, just like the longest looping story for the worst punchline. Um, <laughs> uh, he needed to be in, he, he couldn't, he wouldn't go to bed. And I was Tyler like, I'm going to talk to Wouldn't go to bed? No way. <laughs> so I was like, you can come down with me. I set up like a TV over here and he had his little chair. Yeah. Um, the only issue that we ran into, we had a good time. He was, he was fine. He enjoyed it, just being able to talk with my friends and every now and then, you know, didn't yeah. interrupt the story too much. The only issue was he had his little pterodactyl toy, and he kept wanting to take them because they were his mm-hmm. dinosaurs' eggs. And it's like, buddy, I really need those right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, he's got to give me the D20. I need the D20, if nothing else. <laughs> that's uh, really funny. Yeah, so that that's what's been... Um, that's your life, uh, literally, in a nutshell. Yeah, trying to do podcasts, trying to play Dungeons & Dragons like any yeah. grown man does. And wow. having adult issues happen, like getting locked out of a truck. Yeah, yep. running multiple fantasy football leagues, which I realized, again, another extracurricular thing that I do not need to do. <laughs> I was really smart this year because with my, the extra job and with the kids and all the things, I actually decided not to do my fi- my fantasy football this year just because it's, I was like, uh-uh, I can't do it. I can't. I'm done. I'm tapped out. Tapped out. I'm done. It's... <laughs> What Melissa really enjoys it, and she has it for a few years, just because with everything that's been going on. The only reason, like with the one, we can't because it's a dynasty league, so it like it goes. And the other one, I'm I am really excited about. It's a fun one. For yeah, this is essentially uh, I'm just striking out with probably half the audience. Like first you talk about Dungeons and Dragons, right? And now you're talking about about football fantasy, fantasy fantasy like 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 this is essentially Dungeons and Dragons for jocks. It is. Like, I'll, I'll give you my level 10 quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> if you um, give me 
two of your level eight running backs. <laughs> yeah, so it's a fair deal. Yeah, we, we did a um a redraft league that we've had running for a while, but a couple of people quit. Um, so we just we instead of ten people like it was, we shrunk it down to eight. But obviously there's 32 teams, and we thought that was goofy, so we made it a two quarterback league. Uh, NFL teams, I should say. So now every team starts two quarterbacks. You have oh, two quarterbacks. Starts, oh, it starts yeah. two quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay, I'll say yeah. I always have two quarterbacks. Once I'm a bench, I'm yeah. playing. Yeah, you start it. two, two running backs, three wide receivers, and three flex positions. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God, I can't even imagine. Like 200-something points. But it's fun because no one's team sucks. It's impossible to suck because yeah right because everybody's just scoring an obscene amount of points there's eight people even if you suck like it's well as long as you don't have Aaron Rodgers which I did (laughs) yeah I'll be honest I went in I came into this feeling like I was gonna again sorry for anybody listen no one cares about your fantasy football team I am aware of the rule but it came up (laughs) I have Aaron Rodgers Justin Herbert Devontae Adams uh Adams had a, a good one good catch, but there was nothing was else it. to it. That I was also it. had Jerry Judy and another receiver that got hurt. So I had two dudes put up zeros. Aaron Rodgers awesome. put up two. <laughs> uh, yeah. Herbert had 11. I got rocked by a team that I thought I was going to clear easily. Uh, it was a fun weekend for me. <laughs> I oh really gosh. thought I did something when I got Aaron Rodgers as my second quarterback. I was like, it's over. Like, you guys no, don't even... Not. You don't even know. <laughs> two points. Two points. Yep. That's, I, yep. I saw it being because of the offseason they had. And it was like, everybody was looking at him kind of like, what's going on, man? And he was smiling. And I was like, come on, come on, Aaron. We're losing. And he's like, yep. no, y'all. <laughs> yeah, y'all are losing. <laughs> I'm just doing I'm fine. Cool. <laughs> like, like, pulled him out of the game. Yeah. Ugh, I can't. I know Tommy had... um. For those who don't know, Tommy, my husband, I'm clarifying that, um, if you haven't listened before, but Tommy is my husband. Um, Tommy has Aaron Rodgers, too. Good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah, good times. Ugh, I, it's whatever. funny, too, because his other, my, in my dynasty league, my quarterback's Lamar Jackson, and he was oh. telling me he almost replaced yeah. him. I was, it's weird that we were on, like, the same page, yeah. and they both were bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that's enough. That, Dungeons and Dungeons and Fantasy Football, we'll call it uh, a yeah. new segment. Um, let's go ahead and get um, into our first question. Okay. So, Pam has no idea what these questions are. I have all no. the questions. Up. Yeah, this I is the first time we've done this. <laughs> yeah, and we'll see We'll see how we like it. And you guys let us know, too, um, because normally we had – I wouldn't say rehearsed because we, like, we don't like to talk about the questions, but we would at least both know what they are. Right, so that way we can already have an idea of how we were going to answer it in our head. But yeah. this time, I have all the questions. Yeah, this is the first time, totally in the dark. Let's go. Totally in the dark. Okay, so question number one, okay? So this person, they're stuck in their job, and they can't make any more money any other place. The boss will only promote the ass kissers, and this person is not an ass kisser. Okay. What should they do? So I assume what they what they mean by like they can't make any money anywhere else is doing the same thing. Yes, with their skill set. So they can't. There's not any other place that they could go and make more money. Okay. 
But he's not, but they're not getting any further in their job because their boss only likes the people who kiss his ass. And this guy's not an ass kisser. He's like, nope, that's not who I am, but I do my job well and I do it awesome. Where's, where's, yeah. where's my, where's my po- loyalty? And, and that's tough. I, I can't say like, I, I've never, I've never had this sexual experience. So I can't say I'm speaking from firsthand, but I know. Because again, my my place, my, it might seem somewhat privileged, even though like my job, I worked for a, a tree service, you know, removing trees for a, a near transmission lines, protecting them, that kind of thing. Um, but the reason I have the job is a family friend. Now, granted, yeah. I started at the bottom. I started dragon brush. Like this was not something that was, and I've worked my way up to a decent position. And the, the reason where I, I got there was only because after a few years of, removing trees and spraying herbicide and doing those things um and i never just felt like secure i went mm-hmm. to um said family friend who happens to be my boss's boss's boss okay there you and go. just said and, and i would have said the same thing to my boss right it was just i i just said like i'm i'm at a point in my life because this was like we talked about uh i think we talked about it a while ago it was um we were ready to have our first child. It was like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm at a point in my life where it's, uh, where I'm very grateful for what I have. I also know that this, I need to do more. I, I have a need to do more. So, mm-hmm. but as soon as I kind of said that, she was like, oh, would you like to be a planner? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And that, yeah. that was it. So now I'm a planner. It's a little bit, yeah. bit of a bit of a pay grade and just a, um, I will say just in the industry, it, anybody who has ever worked in like a blue collar industry, if you kind of aren't one of the insider people, especially me knowing somebody who worked at the, I was, I always kind of felt like an outsider too. Right. If that makes sense. Like no, I was I always it. like teacher's pet. And I know now it's even worse. It's oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, now after oh. six years, you just go do the thing. And it's like, well, you guys never want to be on your truck. So I just, right. I, I said I was willing to leave and they offered a different, and I will say it wasn't like an immediate, like huge pay bump. It was also, I had to go ride in a truck with another planner for mm-hmm. a while and, and learn the ropes there. So it's, I say all that to say, basically it's, you might just have to swallow your pride or maybe mm-hmm. look at it a different way. Maybe go check this other person's ego and just say, look, look, I'm worth more than what I'm making. And it's time for me to either make that. And then you might have to make the hard decision of maybe you got to go start over somewhere. And it's that stinks. But like I said, it, it happened to work out for me. And I will also I would admit that my situation is somewhat privileged. Like I said, it, anyone who actually knows me would I don't think actually say that just serving a prison sentence here or there and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, working hard. But I, I pulled myself up my bootstraps, I promise. But yeah. um, but sometimes you do just have to go to the person that has the power and just say, my current situation is not where I think it needs to be. And if it, if I'm not at least given an opportunity for something else, then I have to, I, I owe it to myself to look somewhere else. So a bit of a convoluted answer, but I think that's my answer. And it's, I, I think, I think you have to go, if, if you were honestly feeling stuck, if you feel like you hate, you, you wake up every morning and you're like, this sucks. Then I don't know just just that 
hell, you might find a new, you might be reinvigorated just by whatever adventure it is that you find by looking somewhere else. So, um, I mean, you could also, you know, you know, wind up, life could really suck for a year or two. I'm not going to say that everything is a smell like roses, but um, if you hate where you're at, yeah, I think you need to maybe, uh, not an ultimatum, but tell this person that you have a problem with where you're at. I 1000% agree. So I will say this. I every and again, maybe it's maybe it's because I'm so amazing. I don't know. <laughs> but every job I've had, I've always risen within that job. And not everything has been handed to me. I've had to ask for my newest promotion that I have at work now in my review. And I'm assuming that this person that you have a review at least annually if not quarterly but you have a review or you have some sort of touch base with your boss you need to say hey listen this is where i'm at this is what i'm interested in um what can you give me what can you offer me or what do i need to do to improve or to show you that i am ready for the next step yeah um like you need to come to the table and you need to ask your boss hey this is what's going on in my life. I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready for the next level. I'm ready to take on more. You know, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm doing the day-to-day, the mundane. Ask for it. Ask for it. It's the same right. thing when people ask for a raise. You ask for it. They're not just going to be like, oh, yeah. And I think I actually, I, I like what you just said a lot more than what I said, which is instead of just going and saying, like, I deserve this, it might just be better to say, what would it take for me to, to be there? And I'll do it. Right. Right. And because like, if I need to improve on something, tell me. Tell yeah. me what I need to do because where I'm at is no longer. I like that. Yeah. Yes. I like Ask that much more. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll be honest, what, where I kind of skipped over whatever my whole story was, like, I was like, oh, I just went there and I worked. I mean, I went and like you said, um, I became a registered herbicide uh, applicator. Uh, yeah. I, I went and I studied for my CDL. I went and I did all these things. Because I knew that they would help me. So, right. But I eventually got to a point where it was just like, uh, I, I bounced around so much, is what I'll say with my job personally, um, that I was never able to gain enough experience at one thing for any crew to really trust me. I was always the, the bottom. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. just kind of like, it just got to a point where it's like, I just need things to be super grateful for, for everything. Mm hmm. I just need I need to know whose truck I'm going to be on Monday. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm studying for my CDL, but then I'm back on a crew where I won't be needed. So it's just kind of like, uh, just, you just I just want security. So so right. you, you're, I like what you said much more because technically that's what I did was not storm into someone's office and say, you need to promote me. It was. <laughs> I'm doing these things and I mm-hmm. just kind of feel like I don't have a place. Yep. And I I want a place. Yep. What exactly. do I need to do to have a, 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 a like I know my job's not going anywhere. Right. But what do I need to do for me personally to just feel like uh you know uh an asset to the company. Yeah, I want I want to feel like an asset. Mm-hmm. I want to feel good, and that's you know that's that's why I try to do now where I'm at. Yep. Uh, just don't I, I think I, I like what you said much more and and don't stop once you get whatever it is that you want if you do get it yep don't stop there yep. um, can't stop won't stop 
That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, ho- hopefully that helps. Um, yeah. It's, it's a, that's a big question to ask, asking some strangers, you know, what should I do about my job? But um, there, I think it, there comes a time where everybody has to ask yourself that question. Am I happy where I'm at? Can I make a move? And if I do, what does it cost me? Like, yep. uh, we've all had to make that decision. And for me, like I said, I'm in a bit of a privileged situation, I had to go through how to get there. Yep. <laughs> but eventually I did. So I, right. I, I know everybody's situation is not the same, but I think any place that you're at, if you if you can't walk in their office and say, what do I got to do to get there? If that's treated as a bad thing, maybe it's harsh for me to say, but maybe that's not a good place to be. Right. No, but seriously, no, 100%. You want it, you're not going to just give be given to it on a silver platter. It's not just going to fall in your no. lap like, oh, look, it's my job promotion. You have to ask for it, just like you have to ask for a race. You have to ask for it, and you have to ask yeah. what you need to do to get it. Yeah, and mine happened to be so easy. Like it, it just happened to happen that way. Where I was like, you know, maybe even being a planner. And they're like, oh, you want to be a planner? I thought you thought that job would be lame. I was right, like, no, like, no, <laughs> I want to totally. Be a oh, no, let's do it. Let's do. How do yeah. I do that? Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. Uh, I, I guess maybe that it will to summarize it all. Like it won't hurt to ask, and if it does, right. it maybe wasn't the best place for you to be. Exactly. That you want to be in a place where somebody has your back for sure. That's right. Yes. So yeah, question number one, done. I think we nailed it. We nailed it. I think we did pretty good. Okay. Question number two. Now, question number two was technically for me. Right. This this listener has technically is asking me this question. However, um, I feel that you could answer this too. Because through it all, I feel like you feel this way. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But you protrude this essence about yourself. Okay. (laughs) So the question is this. With fluctuating in weight, going up and going down, how do you keep your self-confidence, Katie? And this is to me. So they're asking me how I keep my confidence when I fluctuate so much of my weight, when I'm at my heaviest and I'm at my skinniest, and when I'm in between. Yeah, and that's definitely for anybody who actually does know me. I mean, I, I probably literally fluctuate thirty pounds like every other year. <laughs> right. And I, I will I, say, oh, I'm fluctuating like sixty now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, you know, maybe not the answer. Maybe people want to hear is as I'm like right now. I'm finally, I'm getting back to a place where I'm feeling confident again. My confidence yeah. does not stay where i need it to be and i'm unfortunately one of those people that i can really let that eat at me and then just kind of go into a hole oh yeah for sure and then make it worse for sure um but um if if we're talking in terms of just how do i not let even though i'm not feeling confident in how i look right how do i not let that affect me and my professional or personal um i think it's just it, it might sound simple but uh i honestly just tell myself all the time that like everybody's going through the same shit that you're thinking mm-hmm. like there isn't a single person and i, I think this I, I love having conversations with my brother because my brother is a person <clears throat> who is 
always led like at the top of like any school thing that was ever going on. He's always super smart. He always worked really hard. He's always uh, been in incredible shape. But then when you talk to him, he goes through the same things as you. And I granted, again, like it might be a, like you look at him and you're like, oh, what? He only had a four pack that day. So he was feeling that. It's like, <laughs> yes, to you, that seems like, oh, wow, wow. Your abs weren't as sharp that day. But to that person that worked really hard for that thing, right. that person is still going through that same you know, body dysmorphia thing as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So to me, the re- I don't let it affect me. Like, even though in my head, you, you know, whether it's doing karaoke and I'm able to go up there, I don't care what anybody thinks because I know I'm going to rock this shit. I know I'm going to do my thing or maybe I'm going to go be funny or maybe I'm going to go deliver. I'm going to go nail a speech or well, I don't want to call it a speech, but, uh, you know, some sort of on our conference call, I know I have a point that I'm going to make and I'm going to make my superiors hear me and uh show something off my weight's not gonna matter and it shouldn't matter so i won't let it so if that's i don't know like i said but in my head if i looked in a mirror at that same time i'd be like you fat bitch (laughs) i know um but i would never show that outwardly (laughs) um so I guess if it's if it's about keeping confidence, um, confidence to me uh, is just knowing that no one else can see what's going on in your head. Mm-hmm. It's it's confidence is literally a mind game. Mm-hmm. It is a hundred percent. So to me, I just and a lot of my stuff too, like where we, I think we both talked about this too. A lot of people are like, oh, you seem so confident. You're able to go do this and go do that. Mm-hmm. Like what that 100% is, what a big part of my thing is, is I am so anxiety ridden and I want people to like me so much <laughs> oh <my> God, yes. <laughs> that I will talk and do all these things. I, I will make a point of myself just just trying to get like that, that positive reaction. Oh, um, yeah. So it's, I guess that's how, like it's, I would I, I would definitely like right now I would love to look better, but also um, I'm still me, so right. um, I'm not gonna let it. Uh, where it might at the end of the day, where I go step in that shower and I'm like, oh, you nasty! Like, <laughs> why does anyone touch you? Or like um, when you bend over to tie your shoes and you like. Um, <laughs> Like, God damn, I'm fat today. <laughs> Why not? It's like airlock. Why can't I breathe this way? <laughs> oh, God. Or, like, and you probably, obviously, you don't paint your toes, but, like, no. or clipping your toenails. Yeah. And that's like, let me get, let me get yeah. down there. So for me, too, and this is probably going to just wreck some people's minds that I do this, but, or I will do it when I'm in shape somewhat. I'll do mine. Like I put my foot up on the bathroom counter. Okay. And I don't know if up. I can do that right now. <laughs> and I do that because like I know they go everywhere, but I can see them because I feel right. like when you do them like somewhere else, they just like ping, don't know where it went. It's gone. Right now, I guess. Gone for so you, yeah, and then you like no matter how hard you search for that toilet, yeah, I do it because I know I can find it and I'll clean it. I understand, you know, we don't want right. it, but also like it's not. Well, don't lick my bathroom counter. You shouldn't be doing that anymore. <laughs> 
That's so nasty. <laughs> oh my gosh, the other day Kyler started taking his toothbrush. I looked away and he was scrubbing the bottom of like the sink with his toothbrush. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. I looked I looked in the mirror for one second because I was brushing my teeth and I looked down I was yeah. like, who huh? Like toothbrush everywhere. Start doing that. Like what? Like I had no honestly no idea why I was upset. Oh. Like, Okay. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Don't let no. that affect your confidence. Really don't. Um, but I will say too, I don't know if this is a male or a female. I, I will also admit that there is being like the fat, funny guy is not <laughs> like being big as a man is different than being big as a woman. So if a woman asks this is. question, I recognize that there is a difference. Like there is. There is a difference. Like it doesn't it still doesn't feel good to be the fat guy. Like the chubby right. funny guy, like it, it doesn't right. feel good. But I right. feel like there's a less, uh, I don't know, uh, like social image wise, like there's there's less of a thing about it. I don't know why or how, but there is. Okay, for example, uh, okay, l- let me let me let me play off that for a minute, and then I'll answer the question. So there is a difference between a man and a woman. A man and this. I don't know if it's just the way society is. I, I, I'm not going to answer that. But what I am going to say is if you Google a dad bod. Yeah. If you Google a dad bod, it is reverend as like a sexy dad who's got a little bit of pudge on him. But you could tell that he was in shape one time. It's just like yeah. really attractive. I, yeah. Because he's like, oh, I like your dad bod. Like it's super hot for the dad bod thing. I, I, I still it, have a it. point. I, I have a point on that because it's like where to me, I feel like I have I have a dad bod. You have a dad bod. Like it's a, a real right one. Like I used to I used to work out, but yeah. it's been like a year. Right. Right. But what you see when you think of a dad bod is actually like, oh, he had a two rough weeks. Like, uh, but like no. I feel like. I don't know. Like when I see like dad bods, like it's you can still see like chest definition. It's usually just like okay, agree with that. Agree with that. I like because that's not and, and some dudes do just naturally have that. I do not. Right. right. <laughs> I like I have to bust my ass <laughs> to have any kind of a chest. I will tell you this. My husband works out every single day. He has a very physical job, but he does have a dad bod. But I think it's super well, sexy. And, and you know what? Tom is the perfect because I think that's what that's what normally gets called a dad bod. I'm like, no, yes. that looks fucking good. I have a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> that but, dude works out every this. day. <laughs> yes, he works out every day. But I will say this. Even with his dad bod, like when he has a t-shirt on and a pair of shorts, like you can't see his stomach. Right. It's like looks all tight and pecky and stuff like that. And some of the dad bods will still have bellies, well, but they're not like hanging yeah. over bellies. They're just like protruding. They look like they have a lot of beer over the weekend kind of belly. Yeah. So yeah. society has deemed a male dad bod as being sexy. Now, if you Google a mom bod, you will get images of a woman who's let herself go after she's had children. Yeah. And that's and it's up. deemed as a negative thing. And I'm like, I don't know what you motherfuckers are you <laughs> So it's yeah. very frustrating as a woman that what is sexy as a man is not sexy as a woman. So let me tell you why. I mean, God, if you were in my head. <laughs> well, yeah. But and I will also say too, like every you. guy is different too. Cause like to me, like I do find, and maybe it's, it, like stuff happens hormonally to people. Like my right. wife has, we're going on our second child. Like I actually right. find like those things that have happened 
Yeah. Attractive. And I know that would never make sense to her. Like, but, I looked this way and you were attracted to me. Yeah. And now things look a little bit different. There's no way, and it's like it's like no, I I like it. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. make that make sense to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I I can admit that maybe it's like, it shouldn't be that way, but it is right. the way my male brain works. It's all male brain. Yeah, I am attracted to that thing now, whatever because it is, whether it's a stretch and I, or yeah, When Tommy whatever. and I first met, I was like 60 pounds lighter than I am now, and through the years and marriage and freaking COVID and quarantine and not working out and just all the crap. Yeah. I've gained 60 pounds in the past five, six years and it's gradual, but he still finds me just as sexy, if not more today than I was when we first met. And I'm right. like, what, what is wrong with you? But <laughs> yeah. yeah, but in, in all, in all seriousness, I will say this confidence, 110% comes from how you, how your mind is working. Yeah. If you are having a moment, and I will tell you, if you're having a moment where you're just feeling really down about yourself, don't get me wrong. I look at myself in the mirror and I could pick out a million things that I would like to change about myself. However, those are just physical. I yeah. know that I have a good personality. I know that I'm fun to be around. I know that who I am is not reflected to what I look like. And yeah. even with the extra weight, I will tell you this, find something that you do like about yourself and it can be the smallest, tiniest thing, but find one physical feature that you find attractive about yourself and then play off that. Like, yeah. I still think even with the extra weight that I've gained, I still think I have a pretty face sometimes. Like there's moments where I'm like, oh God, my skin, I need to do a skincare thing. But through it all, I still, as I, I'm not like atrocious looking, I'm not ugly. And, and if I have to pick one feature when I'm feeling at my lowest, I have pretty eyes. I always go to my eyes. Yeah. It, always. That's, that's probably where I would go to for me is my eyes. I like. My yeah. Eyes. Yeah. See, and I will you say too. always find something. Always, no matter what, One you thing need that, to find something. It's become a security blanket for me. And I didn't. Before, I couldn't see myself with them. But once I got glasses, when <laughs> I see myself in old pictures without my glasses, I look like a fucking dork. And I know that is not what you would normally think. I look weird to me without glasses now. I feel like I look better. So yeah. that's a weird thing that I've become attached to that's not a part of me, but I feel like I look better with glasses on my face. That's so funny. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but, but yeah, but hope, but hopefully that helps whoever well, and it funny, was. And a funny little thing, a funny little thing. You mentioned body dysmorphia. There's moments when I'm getting dressed, I'm like, damn, girl, you look real good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I see a picture of myself and I'm like, what the hell? Who let me leave the house in that? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That is I, not what I looked like when I left. The thing I feel the Sometimes most with I that think is. I'm skinnier than what I am. <laughs> for me, yeah, definitely skinny. Like, I'll definitely feel like, oh, tummy's a little flatter than normal. For me, yeah. what it is as a male, what I focus on the most is my chest. But yeah. I do have like a strong chest. Yeah. But also. I like beer and bread. <laughs> Same. Carbs so there'll be some days where I'm like, okay, Cam, look at you. Got the bench going. Looking all big. And then I'll, I'll see it sometimes. I was like, oh, my gosh, you have a real titty. <laughs> like, that's an actual. You have actual boobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just thought, you know, this. everybody thinks this way. Don't yeah, think that yeah. you're alone in the world. Yeah. 
everybody thinks this way. Even the skinniest person in the world, I have met many, many, many women who are so, so skinny that I'm like, oh my God, it must be nice to be so skinny and not ever have to worry about it. Yeah. They're, and they're like, no, you don't understand. I hate being this skinny. I wish I had your body. And I'm like, yeah. what? Or like, I've, you know, like I said, I, my, my brother, uh, he works super hard. And one thing I, I never, it never crossed my mind. Um, but he had lost a little weight and he was looking super thin. Yeah. But like trim. And I was like, man, you're looking good. You're looking like small and lean. He, yeah. And it made him upset. And I was like, man, like if somebody ever said that to me, I'd be so happy. But he, yeah. he, he worked so hard and he, he suffered the injury and, he, got and he couldn't do it anymore. So it's like, it's, I get it. You always have to think about what the other person's going through. Like right. to, to him, he, um, to me, he was the best person looking person in the room. Right. But to him, he was like, ah, I'm no Arnold. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, of course you're not. But, but once you're, like you said, once you're in that person's shoes, it, it, you know, it's hard to say. Yeah, so sure. literally no one, well, I wouldn't say no one. There are definitely egomaniacs out there who think for that sure. they're hot shit. But most normal people's brains, um, you are going to tear yourself apart. So for me, literally the thing that I, that's what keeps me able to do it is in a room Partially ADD and me not being able to shut up. <laughs> Partially me uh, with anxiety and just kind of craving positive reactions from people. Yep. Um, but when I don't get them, I'll just I'll, I'll look somewhere else and mm-hmm. just understand that like that person's not for me. Like it, right. It's what you know. So it's uh, yeah. Just don't let that yep. stuff hold you back. There's no reason yeah. to any, anybody who doesn't like you because you're too big or too small i mean that person can suck one in my opinion well and honestly why would you want them in your life anyway so right yeah Mm. okay all right (sighs) question number two done 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 though hey everybody it's cameron co-host of the podcast you're already listening to but i wanted to put this together for another show it's called Fat Matt and Katie Cat Do a Video Chat, and you can find it on YouTube. On this YouTube show, you'll hear them talk about anything from vacations, what's happening in their lives, and doing giveaways. You should definitely check it out. everybody we're uh definitely going smoothly because this isn't our first time doing a skype interview but yeah listen to that uh promo that you just listened to (laughs) um so we've done two questions we bloviated a little by we i mean i um (laughs) (laughs) uh so we're gonna do one more question for you guys so my wonderful co-host can go shower Trust me, even though you guys can only hear me, you're lucky you can't smell me. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say see. I was like, you look fine. I like smell, you know what? She's right. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't speak to that. You can't speak to that one. Okay. <laughs> so Cam, this is actually a really good question for you to answer because I have no idea. I can okay. tell you what I would do to find it, but I have no idea. She said. <laughs> Where is a reliable place to get my trees trimmed? 
Oh, Why did um, I immediately find this dirty? <laughs> gosh, I was listening to a comedian today. What's her name? Um, Margaret Cho, I think. Okay, yeah. Uh, she was talking about uh, she was in uh, a spa, and they told her to leave. Right, because she had ta- they, she had like a ton of tattoos. It was a, it was a a clothes oh. optional spa. Oh. Okay. Uh, but apparently these people were thrown off by her tattoos. But oh. she was like, she said she stood up and she just has she she has this massive bush. <laughs> <laughs> so as this person's talking, there's just like a lot of water dripping off of it. <laughs> and I'm sorry that that's where my mind went when you said that the trees been it so dirty. Yeah. But it was just like just trying to have this person try to explain to you, and there's just like a drip, 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 drip. I don't even think it would be a drip drip, and it almost sounded like a stream was coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's she, yeah, she had a different a sound effect, but uh, yeah, Margaret, no, she's great. Uh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, she want um, uh, trees in the traditional uh, leafy sense. Uh, <laughs> uh, you should, I mean, if you, if you know someone who does it responsibly, is what I'll say. If your fucking okay. uncle. I'm sorry for cussing because this this is actually something that does, uh, to quote Peter Griffin, grind my gears. <laughs> okay, I'm ready for it. Let's hear it. Because we hear all the time working in the tree industry, like people, I mean, people lose their lives. People, oh yeah, do harm themselves in just horrible ways all the time. Like if if you know an actual professional who's willing to do something on the side, then sure, have that happen. But don't just go. Sir, please do not go do it yourself uh there's actually somebody here yeah i'm not gonna say any names just because it it sucks because uh, um uh somebody that lost their lives recently there was a family there um oh that res- totally sucks yeah respectable family around here uh there's a bit of a memorial we, we can talk oh, about it off yeah. off the thing uh but it was somebody they were cutting down the tree and um it barber chaired which if you don't know what that means, basically. Uh, Not a clue. Uh, oh, so, like but, no. So it, it, well, actually, you know what? That would make more sense if that's what it was. <laughs> um, so not what a barber chair does. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's when you don't leave yourself um, enough of the hinge wood. So you cut your notch in, which would be like the triangle piece, right? Like you cut out the triangle. It's going to oh, fall yeah. down. So yeah. you don't leave yourself enough of hinge wood, which is in between your notch and your uh your back cut where you're cutting in that leverage point you don't leave enough of it and that back part of the tree kicks out <gasps> oh no hundreds of pounds of pressure oh my gosh um, so it's just just that please please just don't like a barber chair at all yeah like just don't i don't know why they call it that just please don't think that you can just go do it yourself it's so uh if you don't know someone who's a professional Please don't just go get a ladder and do it yourself. Please just don't think that you could do it yourself. Find a professional. It it might be pricey. I would say the best thing to do um, is I would say at least call three different tree services and get your best. Okay. And I would okay. let them know the prices that you've got from the other ones. Oh, okay. I like it. And try to get your best price because these guys are they're all trying to get jobs. And I will say it's 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 something that's looked negatively at in our industry, but people will do it. They will undercut other people. 
Like oh, you, yeah, don't, no. you don't, you don't want to be. Industry, though. I feel like that's yeah, every industry. Yeah, I, I will say as an industry person, yeah. Sales car, people selling cars, absolutely. Yeah, no one likes an undercutter, but you, as uh, you know, Joe, I need my trees cut. Oh yeah. Get your best price. I would say call three different tree services because it's just okay. it's something I hear about literally every Monday. We have to go through just a huge list of injuries in our region, and oh, almost gosh. every time it's not. A professional and it sucks mm, so yeah i know we're a, we're you know especially a light-hearted show but this is something that is actually pretty near and dear to my heart i know a lot of these guys and um it's a tough job it's a hard job it's a dangerous job please don't just go do it on the weekend okay but do you know what i would do do, do you <laughs> want to hear do you want to hear my advice on um finding a reliable place to get my trees trimmed Ask me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a couple of names. Yeah. I got a couple of guys. 100%. Hey, Pam, <laughs> do you know anybody who can cut a tree down or trim some trees? Yes, 100% would 1,000% ask you. I will say this, though. There's um, so um, whenever, by the way, if I ever say, oh, I saw this video somewhere or something, I don't remember what it was. If I ever say that, it's because I saw it on TikTok. Okay. Um, okay. So there's this video that I saw somewhere and <laughs> the, these, pro, it was a professional crew, but this tree was gnarled down so deep into the ground. And the way that it was positioned was between the house and this in the woods. So they had no way to get the truck in back into behind the house to like extract the tree in a more easier fashion. So what they did was, was they got a crane on the truck and they lifted it up they lift the person up to the top of the tree and they started cutting the branches from the top and then they'd bring the branches back over yeah so by the okay. time they so by the time they finally got down to the trunk which obviously is going to be the heaviest part where all the roots are gnarled in with each other the trunk was so large and so big and massive when they tried to lift it up with the crane to get it away from the house they had no problem lifting it up like lifting the problem was then the tree trunk was so heavy that it literally caused the truck to basically slam into the house vertically. So the truck was face down into the ground and its butt was up in the air because that tree trunk was so heavy and it slammed into the house. I'm like, oh. and all you can hear from like the ring doorbell, because you know that the house had a ring doorbell is call the, call the police, call the police, call the ambulance because they had yeah. to make sure their crew was good. Yeah, it's and that's tough. It, it's most of what I deal with is not residential, like because yeah. it's I work for uh, weekly or transmission power lines. So there's normally, you know, at, at least like 60,000 volts, kilovolts, like, chilling <laughs> uh, in, in the vicinity, Some, sometimes as much as 765,000 kilovolts. Oh, so. my gosh extra element so much. of yeah, danger sure. but even that stuff and, and this is exactly what i mean like those people that it sounds like there was a bucket truck there were there was actual heavy equipment involved these people are supposed to know what they're doing so yeah right. it's but that's they why and didn't account yeah. for the weight of that trunk of the tree they didn't account yeah. for it so when they lifted it up which it cleared the house but it when they were trying to clear away, the weight of that trunk was so heavy that it just like snapped the truck that like if this was oh you can't see podcast people you can't see but you have a house this is the house and the trucks facing the house and then all of a sudden it 
the weight is so heavy that the back end of the truck slams into the house. It's crazy. And, and that, and I guess that that makes a difference too. Um, if you are looking for, uh, you know, you've got some dead evergreens that are 10, 12 feet tall. Yeah. You can probably take care of that yourself. It's oh, going to be a sticky mess. You're going to be itching <laughs> for a couple of days. It's going to be annoying. You're going to have to find out what to do with the wood when you're done with it. Oh, yeah. But you can figure that out. Yeah. If it's a 30-foot tree in the middle of your field that you want gone. Yeah. Still want a professional. You should find it out. But th- those people, there's minimal damage, obviously. If you're talking about something near your home, oh, it's going to suck. It's going yep. to suck. Yep. Find the best person and pay the price. Yeah. It's because worth it. Because it's, it sucks, but that's my... And I guess it, this isn't even me. Like, as a, I'm not a contractor. I work for one, but we aren't even residential. We, we work for... Uh, the power company we, we don't do right. residential stuff i would just tell you it's just when you hear the big big horror stories it's always and i'm sorry for anybody who does want it's it's always joe smo's tree service mm-hmm. no reviews mm-hmm. no safety precautions there's no reviews, reviews. yeah yeah I reviews are a big thing believer in reviews it's yeah tree work is something that I think none of us really think about and I didn't before I had this job. I'll be honest. I knew uh, the minimal amount about trees. I knew that they grew out of the ground. <laughs> and they provided us oxygen. You know that? <laughs> uh, that's it. I, I kind of knew a little bit. Again, like like I said, I, I could have taken down a 10-foot tree. Anybody can. You know, it's probably right. not going to hurt you. Probably if it's 10 foot, it's probably not big enough for the hinge wood to be large enough or small enough for you to hurt yourself really but once you get in those things because that's the thing with tree work is it's when the bad thing happens it happens within like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second you can't take it back like it's almost (laughs) like one of those things where like you see yourself falling but there's nothing you can do that's exactly what it's like you're already in it you see it happening, but there's literally nothing you can do about it. I had a few things. I, I only climbed trees a few times when I was working. And for anybody who knows me, uh, big fear of mine, heights. <laughs> You're in a great, great job. Yeah. So when I first started, they were like, get up, get up in a tree. I'm like, all right, I don't want anybody to know that I'm scared. So I'm just going to go do this thing because this is the best job I've ever had. So I want, I want to go make an impression. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> did you freeze? I'm sorry. Did you? Did oh, you well, the th- I, I would do the thing, but everyone, everyone who knows anything about it could just see it. my knees were shaking. Oh. I was so scared. And there's like, you got it, man. Like, don't worry about it. Just take your time. And I would be fine as long as like, because I would say they were shaking from being nervous, but also shaking from. Have you ever supported 220 pounds? on like two little needle points that are on your heels my legs my lower body was not prepared for that (laughs) at that point um so there's a little bit of both but just being up there and um and then you you know the first time you cut you know like a i think the most i ever cut out was like five feet oh my god like cut five feet up a tree you feel a little bit of a jerk you're like oh god (laughs) (laughs) so for for me it was every time uh like my my spurs would slip 
I, I would oh feel fine gosh. until something bad happened. But then something yeah. bad happened, I'd just be sitting up there in the tree for like five minutes. Like, yeah. You good? Like, I'm good. Just don't. Just leave yep. me be for a second. Go see if. Yep. Go see if Ian's okay. He's good. Like that's fine. Just go check on him. I'm fine. Just... <laughs> oh, that's awesome. uh, yeah. This. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, sorry to make it like a, a preachy segment, but that's just something that I work with on a daily basis, and it's something that I see. Uh, I saw just this Monday there was a report. Some guy. Uh, it was like six inches on his arm. A huge gash. Oh gosh. Uh, and that's the thing about chainsaw gashes too. Like it's not like it's oh, cut. Gosh. It's, it's um, a gash. It 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 lays you or, open. Ugh. You know he's probably not gonna be able to use his hand right for the rest of his life, man. Just please, whatever you do, like like I said, think about it in kind of that's those crazy. terms. Personal stuff, a little sapling, you can probably take care of that yourself. Be fucking careful. Don't be stupid. You can probably, <laughs> you can probably cut two inches of a tree out. Good. There you go. Probably cut it, you know, if it's two, six inches, you can probably cut that. It's fine. Yeah. Um, you get up to a big tree, it's out in the yard, you should probably still call a tree service if you've never done that before. You should probably at least have several people around you who know what the fuck they're doing because you can hurt yourself. You get near well, your house, pay I'll the say, price. not only that, not only that, but, like, they're not, you're not going to be a professional enough to know the fall radius. Where's it going to fall? No. Like, right. Call a professional. Call a professional, and once you get close to your house, like like I said, pay the price. Yeah. You don't want to be that person on Facebook because the tree went through their house because your uncle said he could do it. Yeah. Right. Or cheaper. Like, yeah. you don't want to be like that. No, because your uncle doesn't have insurance, and a professional no. company does. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna suck. It's gonna, the price is gonna suck, man. But hell, I've I've had people where I actually had to tell that where they asked me like, Hey Cam, you know a guy, right? Like, yeah, I do, and he'd probably do it, but if he fucks up, he doesn't have insurance. Right. I'm not going to give you those number. Go get somebody with insurance because that's yep. it's it makes right, such a big difference. Yeah, it's right by your house. Like right. I'm, I'm not going to put him in that position. I'm not going to put you yeah. in that position. Yeah. Just go get totally. a professional. It stinks. Totally. Yep. But it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, lady, you ready for your shower? <laughs> God damn. Yes, I am. <laughs> Everybody around me is ready for my shower. All right. Well, <laughs> thankful for a Skype uh, conversation. Then. It was a good one. All righty. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. We we really plan on getting back to this weekly. Yep. Um, now that we can do this, we might even start doing some bonus ones. Um, Ooh. So so we'll see how it goes. Um, thank you for listening. Please check out the show that we had in our uh, the the promo there. Uh, also features a certain somebody that is a uh, on this show. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.